Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about, well, basically perimeter alarms, home security, um, how to tell when the bad guys are sneaking up on you, how to kind of make your homestead just a little bit more secure. Um, well, basically, there's a million things you can do. There's a lot of things, you know, make your home a little more secure. We had that home security episode way back in the beginning. Right. Had a lot of good ideas on that. Um, we talked about, you know, the 3M film for the glass, mm-hmm. um, you know, stuff like that. There's a lot of things to make your home a little bit more fortified. But I think we're going to dig a little deeper and also kind of look at it more from the apocalypse, end of the world kind of scenario where the bad guys might be coming at you and there isn't the police to call and you know, you may not have the huge uh, army of watches, you know, guard towers on each side. Because also, if you're trying to prepare food and, you know, garden and do everything else in the apocalypse, maybe uh, perimeter security is uh, something where you want to use as few people as are required. Um, you had some thoughts on uh, maybe securing the homestead? Well, I wanted to start off first about just uh, protecting your your home from from everyday burglary. Okay. So I just wanted to go over some of the basics first before we get into uh, anything a little bit more complex. But um, you know, there's there's things about your house that you know, and I I know people that are thieves, professional, or uh, you know, that's just their hobby is breaking into people's houses. Right. Um. But there are things that people look for when they're looking for a house to break into. And a few of the things... Do they look for an ADT sign? I don't know. I don't know. But I would recommend 
stealing that ADT sign from your neighbor's house and putting it in front of your house. And you know what makes it awkward here is whatever our local home security company is, you know, mm-hmm. that all, you see in front of everybody's house, they have the house number on the sign. Oh, really? So you got to go to a neighborhood, find somebody find with your the same, same house number? number, and then steal their sign. So it's, it's a little trickier. Uh, all right. Um, but uh, Or you could get those peel and stick letters and put it right over Just put over it right theirs. over top of yeah. it, right? I guess I was overthinking mm-hmm. it a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, so some of the things they look for. Right. Houses that are re- recently bought. Mm. Uh, because you not may not necessarily be moving everything in and being living in that house. You know, they're easy to get in and out of because you haven't had time to spend through but looking at all the locks. But you've all your expensive shit there. And it's right. already packed you in boxes. You dropped your TV off over there. It's right. packed in boxes. <laughs> you know, kids... Um, and nobody's surprised to see a moving truck. And when they see you out there loading shit up, they don't know it. if you just moved in. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm the husband. Oh, you yeah. Know? Um, ones that are close to a highway exit. They say less than a mile. Really? away from a highway accident is they're more prone to uh more prone to a burglary. I did not consider that. Mm-hmm. Um if your house is on a corner lot, which I didn't realize, but it basically means that they can, you know, check the back and side yards without getting out of their car. You know, they can drive past both ways and see everything around the house. Nice. Um if it's located on a through street. Now, if you're like me and you can drive past it and not even see the house Mm-hmm. More better likely, yet. less likely. Better yet, no, All better right. yet, because you, you don't want it to be easily accessible. You All know, right. if it's on a through street, you can just stop, run in, hop back out, get in your car, and keep going. Right. Cul-de-sacs and uh, houses on dead ends are less less likely to be broken into. All right. Uh, if you're bordered on uh, the side of your house by a wooded area or a playground, places where somebody can sit down and watch your house without being noticed um and wealthier houses obviously are more of a target than you're not gonna nobody wants to bother robbing a trailer you know there might be there might be an xbox in there there might be a big screen tv but there's not gonna be there's not gonna be expensive jewelry or anything like that all right touche um so here's some basic deterrents uh burglar alarms or like you said, we can just steal the ATD the, the <laughs> alarm sign. sign from somebody else. Get right. one of those stickers. No, I mean really. I, I've been in a Home Depot, and they have for ten dollars. They have one that you know, if you open the door, it has the little sensor. Just peel and stick. You throw them on there, mm-hmm. and it's allowed. You know, right. however many decibels. Right. I see those. Um, there's those doorstop alarms too, where the door opens and hits it. Is that enough off. to scare well, off I mean, some people? It's not going to scare somebody off unless they open that specific door while you have the door jam set there. Well, the door alarm, I've seen Home Depot, I think, you have where you just hit the little switch and it's 10 bucks, and I think they had like a $29 version that had two, but they worked with a keychain remote. Mm-hmm. And you could do that. I ended up giving it to somebody after I bought it because I never put it in and mm. somebody else was like, oh, they're going to break into my house. What do I do? And I'm like, <laughs> well, here, take this. Uh-huh. Now, uh, what about, um, all right, so some of the other things, uh, car and driveway. All right. Um, motion activated uh, lights outside. Okay, lights on a timer. Dogs, you know. I got dogs that, that bark at when people aren't even ha- here, you know, so... You know, I, I saw something on TV, though. It could be ghosts and other shit. They could be protecting you without From you ghosts? even realizing Yeah. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird shit. Well, it's, it's, I mean. They might see something that's there. Yeah. And you don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be possessed by uh, Patrick Swayze and, and no. get caught, you no. know, making clay pots and things. I don't <laughs> I don't want that to happen to me, and that's one of the reasons why All I All of a sudden, Whoopi's making out. <laughs> Whoopi's making out with your wife. You know, nobody knows what's going on. That was just bad. Um, <laughs> so uh, another thing that's important is uh, uh, deadbolts. You know, when you lock your door... How well locked is it? And, right. We and talked no, about you know extra three inch screws or right, something. Right, right. When you're when you're putting in the the um, the strike plates with those, don't go into the door jam because that jam's gonna split apart if somebody puts any pressure on it. You got to get in in there. But still, I mean, the screws aren't the sheer strength of those screws are pretty good. But you want to learn how to do it right? Go back to our home security episode, right. and right. you can beef it up. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know if you're if I'm trying to break into somebody's house... Now, sure, you're a big housebreaker. And right. And if I'm now, trying I'm to do it... I'm all concerned. Wait, you know somebody who slits their wrists. You know somebody who heroin overdoses. You know somebody who sells $5 Percocet or at least where to find it. Right. And now you're telling me you're friends with a lot of people who break into houses. Well, I think actually... All those there stories are two overlap. people. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's two people I know. Okay. I mean, I do know more than more than one person that that did you know rob right. houses, but right. I mean, you could really cover it up with two names there. Okay. All right. Um, you might have to pick a better class of friends. No, those are, that's the that's the people you want to know, man. Those yeah. are the people you want to know because burglars aren't going to rob their friends. Or are they? <laughs> no, I think that's ninety percent of it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's okay. friends that are in your house that steal stuff. But if you're, uh, you know, if you have somebody breaking leaves and, and shit in your backyard and they ask to use your bathroom, you know, they might just be in there opening a window lock while they, you know, go to the bathroom. You know, it's things like that you want to keep in mind. If you, if you have people that you don't know in your yard or in your house, make sure you look over everything before you go to bed that night, before you leave the house the next day. So you're saying when I had the Solar City guy there today? Yeah, he was probably... Unlocking all your windows. Yeah. Okay, if they go home. Checking all the... You might have uh, to hit pause for a minute. Checking all the... uh, Check all your windows and doors. You know, make sure you have your windows locked before you leave. You know, windows are an easy thing, especially if they don't have screens on it. Just put your hand on it and see if it's open or if it's locked or not, you know? So those are some basic basic home defense ideas just in in your day-to-day life. All right. Uh, That key that you have hidden in that fake rock outside and not a big deterrent i know where that rock is look under the mat look up on top of the uh the The door jam on the outside um keep your eyes open uh on your doors if you your door opens outward and that's not necessarily going to be the case with your front door but shed doors and a lot of things like that they have the pins on the outside so you don't even need to uh, get through the lock. All you do need is a screwdriver to pop those pins out. And I've done that a few times on places that I've had to get into. Not that I was robbing them. But, I mean, uh, you know, well, somebody you? fails to leave a key for you, it's easy to just pop that out. Were you one of those two names? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you this. I could probably get into your house and steal stuff. But oh, that hurts. I'm not planning on doing that. I don't that. really know. I've never been to a house where I couldn't get in. I always right. go with, like, landlords to do a repair or something. Like, they don't have the key. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, just get out of the way. Right. Go stand over there for a minute. 
I'll we'll handle it. Yeah. And then it's, we're inside and they're like, but how? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Just go in. Let's fix it. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. And maybe you want to pay attention to this this episode after I leave. There you Download go. this. Let me recommend attention. a podcast. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, the real the real issue is you want to have some basic deterrence about your house that will make somebody go to your neighbor and rob them. All right. You know, that's the real issue. Because if somebody wants to get in your house, they're going to be able to do it. So it would be okay to buy your neighbor a gun-free zone sign for their front lawn? For the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I think that's that's reasonable. That's you know, reasonable. Maybe, I know maybe you're anti-gun. Let about, me help you out. I got you yeah, sign. Maybe if you're concerned about thieves in your neighborhood, go to your neighbor's house and break one of their windows. I saw the best one going around on Facebook. They um, wanted people to show... That you have like an open door policy and and you're down for the refugees, everybody should leave their front door open. Oh, that's a good thing. It's a good you know. In a case a refugee like, is hey, coming past, you know we're open. Uh-huh. It's cool. And uh-huh. so you know these people might be targets. If that guy's your neighbor, mm-hmm. you might be in. Yeah, and you see that. Uh, go back to the to go back to the door the door pins on the outside the hinges. Uh, you see that a lot on apartment complexes if you're in an apartment complex. So think about that. There are ways to uh, harden those hinges so that they can't be pried out, uh, set screws and things like that. Um, you know, you got to think about whether whether or not that's worth your time and effort. Right. Yeah. You know, we talked about video cameras catching them, you know, mm-hmm. different things. Remember, the police can't do shit if you don't have the fingerprints, their name, address, a photo. Right. Right. If you don't have all that, don't even bother. Yeah. A friend of mine a few years back was um was in his house and a couple of kids were were uh, broke into his car and were taking his radio out. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously he was armed. He went out there and uh detained one of them. The other one took off. The other kid saw the gun and saw that the barrel was a 44 and not a BB gun Ooh. and decided to sit tight. And he called the police and they're like, "Well, there's not a whole lot you, we can do." And he said, "Well, and you're really I have one here right yeah. now. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, that makes our job easier. Oh, you could Because he wasn't even going to come. They weren't even going to come over. Yeah. No, I, I've been down that road. I've mm-hmm. heard that from the police several times that oh, yeah, we're not going to bother. Now, I know you feel like we're repeating a little bit over that home security episode. I think I remember somebody putting uh, razor blades in the back of their uh, radio. Really? I was <laughs> That's like deep. Me. You must have had three or four cars. Car he, had a, uh, he had a 65 Mustang and they mm-hmm. kept stealing the radio out of the, the driveway. Uh-huh. And I guess it's with those older cars, you kind of reach up and push the radio out. Uh-huh. And so twice he had his radio stolen. So he put razor blades along that back edge. Uh-huh. And he came out and found somebody's fingertip in his car. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross, man. I almost wish they took the radio and not left the fingertip. Exactly, right? I don't know. It doesn't even seem like a fair trade. What else you got out here? That's everything here for the basics. Uh, You know, we're going to get into some deeper stuff as far as... uh, the perimeter. Perimeter perimeter lines. All right. Um, So, a couple of things. I know if you guys listened to our uh, EMP episode... I talked about one of the great things for surviving the apocalypse is having the little uh, talk about radios or mm-hmm. walkie talkies, things like that. Walkie talkies, things like that. Having 
that useless seven-year-old sit in a little tree stand all day and keep an eye out with binoculars might just be the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have him with a little talk about he can uh, be your useless perimeter security. Doesn't help if he's up there sleeping the whole time. Right. Well, I mean, seven or... Reading comic books or yeah. God knows what. If your seven-year-old uh, ends up getting killed on the outside, too, it's not like a big hit to your defense no, team. No, right. That's <laughs> it. He's not hurting your home security. Right. He wasn't that useful in <laughs> Just the let him go. He's just, a, you know, he's a taker. He's eating. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one option. You know, having little guard towers kind of thing, right. little secret outposts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of people putting... Uh, Digging like spider nests and like that, you know, in the mm-hmm. out, you can have kind of watching. And how cool are you when your house gets overrun and you have somebody who can be shooting from the backside? Right. Because honestly, in a firefight, they won't even know the bullets are coming from there mm-hmm. and won't even, you know, be shooting back and defensive with that. Right. That's just something I've been thinking about All right. saying putting that out there your seven year old and keep him in the woods well I don't know if he was the one shooting back but <laughs> I just you know I was giving yeah. you options mm-hmm. but hey a 22 in the back when you're shooting from the front who mm-hmm. knows um so anyway trip wires that, that's uh what we're talking about now you can run a string across your driveway put some uh coffee cans jingling whatever mm-hmm might be jangling every time the wind blows. Who knows? Right. But it might work. Um, you know, I guess it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. If you were uh, somebody who plans to prepare, then you could be, you know, ahead of this. But if you're not, maybe the coffee cans and some string is as far as you're going to go. Maybe you have it rigged up to a bell. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, I've seen trip wires hooked up to, uh, they have those uh, little perimeter lights that uh, you can have switched on, you know, by like that off a trip wire, mm-hmm. um, different things, flare gun, flares, whatever. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in detail in a second. But um, like you said, motion lights. There is uh, Sun Force makes a great solar light that, you know, is motion detector. Mm-hmm. Throw one of those out at the end of the driveway, you know, but somebody's still got to be awake. So if, if you've right. got a guy who sits on the front porch and kind of guards every night, a light going on down at the end of the driveway or at the street, that's going to be a great warning and he's going to catch it. Mm-hmm. But if you're thinking you're going to be inside sleeping, that motion light you're isn't, not gonna see it. isn't really going to help you're you. You're not going to hear the bell at the end of your driveway. if You're, you're, you're not going to hear soda cans. Mm-hmm. Um, those aren't going to do it. It's going to take something more. So what, what could we uh, get that, that we could set on a trip wire that would wake us up? So, here's where we get tricky. So, what I'm thinking is, I'm going to put a link in the show notes, right? Okay. So, we're, we're going to hook you guys up. Um, they have a, for one website, I saw $34. One website, I saw $29. But I think 29 might not ship to New York, so I may be a little saddened on that. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, the idea was that it's basically a nail and a spring held with a uh, a cotter pin Mm -hmm. tied to your trip line and basically you release the uh the nail you know and it shoots in and uh sets off the primer on a uh, shotgun round Mm -hmm. and you could do that where basically the way they have it set up you screw it into the side of a tree 
you're on the cotter pin string across your driveway, across the trail, across whatever, and then you're going to hear the shotgun blast. Now, in the end of the world, when zombies are coming up your driveway, maybe you put a shotgun shell in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe it points across your driveway. Maybe you get one of those flamethrower rounds, right? Ooh. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And you're, you know, blasting the flamethrower. Now, I know you said you had some concerns about if a shotgun round isn't in a barrel, it's kind of just going to blast everywhere. Right. Turns out that plastic coating might not. It's not going to. Yeah, it's be not going to guide as uh, we're thinking. But you guys are pretty creative. Little mm-hmm. ingenuity, you might be able to come up with something to kind of direct that a little bit. Yeah, and I think uh, you know, I think most of those were designed. Um, if you did want to set them up before the apocalypse, most of those were designed with uh, blanks, right? Right. It's just gonna right. you're just gonna set off the primer. But there is that'll be pepper spray rounds. There's flamethrower mm-hmm. rounds. There's flares. What if you shoot a flare off? Mm-hmm. Again, that might help if it's a quarter mile up the road. Mm-hmm. Then you know a flare might be a great deterrent. Yeah. I mean, you know, a great warning signal for you. Mm-hmm. But if it's you know right at your house, I don't know if that's really the the round that I would go for. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Yeah. Now you're gonna have to think about uh, as you're as we're going through these and setting them up. You're gonna have to kind of go through your property in your mind right. and think about where people are gonna be coming from. Yeah. Uh, into this now. Another one we talked about setting up choke points. Right. Kind of right. That's that's what I was getting. Setting at. up the obstacles to uh-huh. you know direct people direct into people the right angle. Certain stuff. Yeah. If you're if you're surrounded by woods like I am, you're gonna want to um, you're gonna want to have specific trails, specific ways into the yard, and right. make the avoiding the trails make that you know that's where you go with the uh, raspberry bushes and your right. and your stinging nettle. You know. Yeah. Hey, that sounds right. Um, The other thing, I mean, yeah, you can just make something, throw some dead logs and, you know, weird angles. You can kind of force people. We've all seen Rambo. He kind of knew what he was doing, setting people up with the trails. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, there's all kinds of options when it comes to booby traps. But, I mean, for this one, we're really trying to alert you to what's going on. Um, you also, they make them for the 22-round uh, blanks. Like, you know the nail gun loads they sell at Home Depot? Right. Um, something like that. They have something called uh, Sentry Mines. And basically, they're set up for uh, paintball. And paintballers will set up tri- trip wires and these little mines that shoot the 22 blanks. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that... Uh, it's going to uh, make the loud pop and they can play the game and not blow up their friends. Right. And be like, oh, this is just as if I'd set up a claymore. You know, you're going to assume if you hit that, mm-hmm. I had it set the right way and you're dead and you're out. But these make great perimeter alarms. Right. Um, 22 is loud enough. You should hear it. If you have, you know, one guy kind of even awake, mm-hmm. uh, you know, throughout the night, then you're going to know, hey, somebody's out there and, and right. you know, be ready for it. Yeah, now I sleep pretty soundly, but uh, do you? My wife, she's up with every the sound of everything, you know. The so uh, the sound of the shotgun round is going to wake anybody up. That's that's what I mean. That's the bottom line. If you're that guy, and you know, if your defense plan is you, Mm -hmm. then you know, shotgun rounds are something you're going to want. You're going to want something no matter where you are in the property, 
no matter what's going on, you're going to hear it. Right. Shotgun's going to be the right answer. Um, otherwise, these 22 rounds should be good. You know, if you have somebody outside standing watch, but this way they can cover a way bigger area and they can mm -hmm. see in the dark because they know, hey, there's somebody over there because, you know, I hear that going off. That's maybe the better way. Mm. Uh, they're cheaper. They're a little bit easier to set up. And those blanks are nothing. You don't mind if they're going off. You're not hurting anybody. Right. Shotgun rounds, you can do blanks. You can also point it in a safe direction. You know, right. you, can, you can fire it into the side of a tree or something. Right. Yeah. But, you know, or into the ground or whatever. Right. I mean, that's not really the issue. You can also You can also cut point it, it towards whoever is... And make it a blank. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, you can unload it, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll let you guys figure out, watch some YouTube on how to... You know, turn your shot rounds. Yeah, don't legs. take a razor knife to a shotgun shell if you don't know what you're doing. Well, you're, you're, it's pretty safe, but I don't want to hear about people blowing their fingers off. No. So, I mean, that's really kind of, you know, survival. YouTube it. Tr trust somebody else, not me. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll let you get to the bottom of that. And what else are you thinking? Any well, other thoughts on perimeter? What, what would you use for uh, a trip line? Well,. I mean, I have a spool of uh, snare wire. This is like v Vietnam era. Comes in like yellow and green or something like that. Uh -huh. And they're really cheap. I bought this big bag a long time ago, like eight spools and whatever. So, I mean, that's what I use. Um, fishing line, but you're going to want to buy your heavier, you know, like 50 pound right. or something like that. And that's a little bit more visible than the... Uh, it is. Um, you you kind of get the reflective. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, it, you always run the risk that it's going to be seen. Really, it, it's going to work in the night. Right. In the day, you might have an issue. But the thing is, they're probably not going to see the snare wire at night with a flashlight. They might see the fishing line mm -hmm. at night with a flashlight. And the, 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 the detriment of that is that if somebody sees a snare line, they're, they're going to know it's there for a reason. Yeah. Right. Whether it is uh, to protect the house or, um, you know... Yeah, then but they can also it might be a signal that, hey, I'm a crazy motherfucker, though. That's true. That's true. And how many how many landmines does it take to make a minefield? What's the minimum? The minimum is a sign that says minefield. Yeah, that's you the know? minimum. So it may be seeing that trip line is, uh, you know, let's stay away from this crazy person. Yeah. Because they're probably inside with a shotgun, yeah. you know, wearing tinfoil on their head. Yeah, tinfoil, yeah. Now, and obviously... I just want to make a point real quick since about the tinfoil hats. That's only amp amplifying your brainwaves. You're not protecting it from the CIA. You're, you're giving them a receiver. I saw a TV show called Finder. Mm -hmm. And they were always worried about the tinfoil hats. And finally, in the end of the show, like, you know, the last episode of the last season, they mm -hmm. go off in the woods... And three of them are out there wearing tinfoil hats, and the one guy's not zapped by a laser from space. Ooh. Ow! So I'm just saying, <laughs> it's still a possibility, so I don't know if we want to risk it. All right. Um, I was putting that out there. Now, what I would tell you guys, all these alarms, you always want to use blanks. And if you set up tripwires on your private property... You are still responsible for any damage that you do to people. Mm -hmm. It's on you. Right. It turns out that the law doesn't look kindly to you setting trip wires in your yard. Mm -hmm. um, 
blanks and and whatever we're talking about the zombie apocalypse and the end of the world if you feel you know anyone who might come on your property and you want to use real shotgun rounds, well, that's your call and you might be crazy. And I would recommend taking out the uh, the balls from the the shotguns and replacing with rock salt. Uh, Less lethal and more painful. Rock salt. rock salt is a bitch. Mm-hmm. Again... You can look for uh, rock salt loads online, actually. You can buy those. At, really? I didn't know that. They can be ordered through your gun dealer. Like, is that just, I want to buy something to now, ruin somebody's day? If you day blast somebody it? in the head, it still might end badly. Yeah, I mean, rock salt doesn't guarantee that you're not going to kill them. It just, yeah. I mean, rock salt is made out of rocks of salt. I, I think they call it less lethal loads. <laughs> right, right. Well, isn't that what they say about the uh, rubber bullets? They're less lethal. Leslie doesn't mean if you get shoot, shot in the eye that you're not going to get killed. I know I mentioned in the past here uh, the beanbag loads that go through the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these things, uh, whatever. Um, the other thing I've seen, you could take these uh, 22 blanks, and I've seen people rig up a uh, mouse trap mm-hmm. and just take a mouse trap and set it for a nail to come and strike the uh, blank. Right. Again, something pretty easily set up with a trip wire. You don't have to spend the 20 bucks each, uh, you know, mm-hmm. money. It's up to you. You know, it's really, what's your time, what's your money worth? But really, $20, $30 for these uh, these types of things, if you're interested in it, that's not a whole lot of money you're spending. You know, no. you can set them up on doors. You can set them up on a screen door or a garage door. Um, you can set them up around your yard, but you can set them basically any place. Anything that moves... Uh, you can design it to uh, set it off. And speaking of uh, getting people in the right direction, <clears throat> the uh, barbed wire is like 65 bucks at Tractor Supply for like a mile. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yeah. you might be able to... And you're thinking, well, I'm smarter than you. I got a Leatherman and I'll just cut that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I also know for 60 bucks, I can make that an electric fence. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I'm just putting that out there. Solar electric. And guess what? For a cut-up extension cord, I can also make that an electric fence. Mm-hmm. And I'm just putting that out there. You do what you got to do. I'll do what I got to do. Now, I, um, do you ever see the movie, the original one, Last House on the Left? I have, but it's been years. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. I mean, I don't recommend people go out and watch it. But there is a scene in there where they're they're rigging their house. And uh, they set up a pretty interesting um, system with uh, a wall socket going to a doorknob. Oh. And, uh, you know, you can go with 110, which doesn't feel good. No, but you can bump it up if you're trying to, to put somebody down. This guy's crazy. I'm just saying. Just I saying. Was, I thought it was a good idea when I saw it. But, you know, a lot of people touch your doorknob that aren't <laughs> trying to hurt you. So. Or are they? <laughs> and that's, that's that. So, that's pretty much what we got. I don't know. We just kind of want to get you guys thinking again. It's spring. You're starting to do some stuff. Not quite spring, but almost. We're it's down coming. There. We're around in the corner. Yeah. The other thing with spring, you know, I was thinking you guys need to do stuff to kind of get outdoors, get the family outdoors, get them on board with, uh, you know, the kids with not staring at video games all day and maybe appreciating nature. Um, I know... Kevin here, you're big on uh, bonfires outside and doing that. 
And that's something to really get you outside and get the family mm. doing something enjoyable. Yeah, I've been saving up Christmas trees uh, from all the neighbors. Man. We're, we're getting ready, be huh? Exciting. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I know this year I'm I'm building a big outdoor fireplace, and I gotta say, there's a good chance that pretty much every night I'm gonna be out there with some Southern Comfort and my outdoor fireplace, and mm. just do something with your family. You know, think about you know get people used to the outside. Right. Enjoy nature again. You know, it's relaxing. It's nice. Yeah, and the truth is, the truth is, the more time you spend on your property, around the outside, exactly. in the woods, the more often you're going to see the difference between what you should be seeing, what you are be are seeing. Yeah. You know, you're going to notice tracks. You're going to notice uh, broken branches. You're going to notice things like that. If if you go to work every day and come home and go inside and watch TV. Right. You're not going to notice people that are coming and going from your from your uh, property. Now, I believe you had some squatters in your backyard not that long ago. I did. There's a there's a crazy there's a crazy uh, lady that was living out in the woods by by my house, and she was doing her own thing. I didn't bother her, and she didn't bother me. But it's it's important that you know that there's a crazy person. All right, you know, be aware of the crazy people. That's that's what I'm talking you know, about. If there if there's people around, start spending you should some know time outside. Are. Get mm-hmm. to know what's going on on your own property, right? You know? um, and if you don't have enough property that you can't just stand on the porch and see everything, move. Yeah, go buy some better property, right? Um, and if you can't pee in your front yard, it's wrong. You need to move. Yeah, I've pee in my front yard, and I've I, had the neighbors I, call a couple yeah, times. But... <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, wait, I'm not sure you can pee in your front yard. Yeah. Apparently, you can. I can. I can. They're like, There's hey, one, uh... Kevin. I'm not sure what you were doing out there, but it didn't look great. My mm-hmm. my little girl's been crying ever since. <laughs> mm. So I saw um, Alex Jones was on. Uh, Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan experience, yeah. I my my kid calls me out, or I get a text yesterday. Who's Alex Jones? <laughs> Is he crazy? What's Alex Jones all about? Yeah. And he goes, what's this Pizzagate? What's going on? He's learning about Pizzagate now? He just found out about it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it sounds... And I was like, well, he's crazy like 80% of the time. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 20%, he's genius, you know? Yeah. And uh, he was like, well, he's talking about Pizzagate. And I was like, yeah, that's the crazy 20%. And he's like, no, man, you got to listen to it. It's real. Yeah. No, I listened to uh, the first half of it today, and and he gets into that. And he talks about how the media blew it out of proportion, what he was talking about. Oh. And I didn't necessarily hear anything that he said about Pizzagate. I all, okay. all heard it all secondhand. And when I was saying fake news, it was fake news, I stand by that. Okay. Yeah. I... Right. I don't recommend going down to uh, Planet Pizza and shooting the place up. No? No. All right. Well, I wouldn't have recommended that if they were crazy. <laughs> That's not okay. Mm-hmm. Turns out. But uh, otherwise... Yeah, I was just now we're oh, talking about... Wait, um, sorry? Well, just getting into some of the news topics. We were talking yes. about these uh, homemade uh, landmines and homemade yes. uh, uh, property deterrent things. And I was looking uh, looking at an article from August. So this is a, this is a good six months, okay. eight months ago, and um, they were uh, getting into uh, ISIS. Um, all the uh, towns and cities they they're evacuating. They're they're mining. Yeah, they're leaving leaving mines. And uh, I went through some of them. They're some of them are pretty intricate and pretty interesting. 
And it's kind of fucked up because they're doing things like um, like doorways and, and rocks and things on the road on the way into the city. But they're also mining uh, places that are or setting booby traps for places that are like civilian occupied Yeah, the places. playground. Right. You know, kids and families. Yeah. Um, There's some fucked you know, up so, people out there. So they do have some interesting ideas that you might want to look into. But also keep in mind that these are crazy assholes. Yes. So, you know, mm-hmm. just because you're a crazy asshole doesn't mean you have any, don't have anything to contribute. Just just like me. <laughs> there you just go. like Chuck. I'm not really even the crazy one. I think it's you. Oh, I think man. you're the crazy one. I'm the crazy one. Mm-hmm. All right. That said, uh-huh. preppingbadass.com. Right. Um, preppingbadass at gmail.com. Right. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Leave a review on the iTunes. And if you have any uh, interesting ideas on, on booby traps and things like that, let us know. I'm, I'm always interested in uh, seeing some, some simple solutions, you know, smearing poop on your on, on your on, punchy spikes and things like that. Definitely interested in hearing about that if you got any ideas. You're all about the fecal matter, aren't you? Uh, it's a good way to... Good way to take care of it, man. Yeah. Infections. Kill them two or three days later. Yeah. And then everybody else feels bad, too. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, this is just They gotta up. watch them linger. <laughs> <laughs> was there poop on that spike? There was, wasn't there? <laughs> you son of a... <laughs> and with that, and uh, Patreon, don't Patreon, forget about yeah, that. Definitely uh, think about hitting this up. I'd, I'd uh, You know, we're looking to upgrade some of the... Uh, the mics and uh, some of the basic uh, stuff here in our our low budget um, operation. Yeah, footsteps in the uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, we could fix those things yeah. for a small fortune. Yeah. So, all right, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.